To District Divided, a DC sports podcast. I am Amit. That is K. Brendan is our guest today. You've heard a lot about him. He's going to intro himself in a moment. Uh, but first, K. how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I mean, um, I'm sure this is going to be an episode that a lot of people in our group are really excited about because Brendan's on the show. But the closer we get to actually talking about stuff, the least good I, the less good I feel about him being here. Yeah, and, and you know what? Let's just address the elephant in the room. So a lot of people have heard. K dot say, hey, I was talking to Brendan and here's what Brendan thought. And so this is the infamous Brendan, uh, Brendan Nichols over here. Brendan, why don't you introduce yourself? Um, first, talk about why you chose the wardrobe you did. And then and then, yeah, just just tell us a little more about you. Oh, so the wardrobe, it, the sunglasses are simple. It's because as you both know, because we're in the same fantasy football league, my character in that league always wears sunglasses for our fantasy football podcast. So I carried that over here, and the Packers hat is just to show what I'm repping for, uh, cool. obviously. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I'm a big Packers fan, part owner of the Green Bay Packers fan. Best part of being a Packers fan, get to be the own owner. Don't have to go to bed at night thinking, damn, Dan Snyder owns the team that I am the fan of. And uh, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm feeling great about the game because the Packers have looked like bad, just bad. Um, yeah. Our only hope is that the, you know, the commanders have looked awful. And so actually that, that sort of leads me into my first question. If you don't mind, Kate, I just wanted to jump in there. Um, oh, I, I, quick question. Just qu- sure, real go ahead. quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you explain how it is the Packers ownership, um, where it is that you've gone from that high to the homeless shelter you're in the government provided webcam that you're using apparently? Is, where's the fall of question. grace? you got to prioritize things. Packers ownership up here, food, necessities, shelter, all that thing way down here mm-hmm. sacrifice so sacrifice uh, and Packers so considering the packers needed a new av system had to sell off all my possessions make sure lambo got that new av system right and so on that note right you've talked about the priority level packers ownership food necessities down here which by the way to me makes total sense i mean we're running a sports podcast i think a lot of us would make a very similar sacrifice um what's it like watching the packers downfall live sucks the team is not good right now but yeah. i mean but I can always think, you know, like at some point you can't have 30 years of continuous success at some point you got to reset, right? Like, you know, it sucks. It's clearly coming to an end. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire after the season and mold mainly because people from his camp have leaked that. And then we're going to see what we can do. Uh, finding a new quarterback. I don't think Jordan loves the answer, but I'm hundred percent on board, giving them uh, a season to figure that out. But you know, like, Back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks doesn't happen in this league. You're going to have to take a ba- – uh, you don't get to tri- triples. So, you know, sometimes you gotta you got to experience the other side. I don't like it, but it's part of being a fan. You mean and, the other side, the, the, the history of the organization from the 1960s to 1990-something? No, that's going not back true. to that era? In the 1960s, we were – I'm saying after years. Lombardi left. Yeah, yeah. What you're talking about is the 70s to 80s, yes. Fortunately, I was only born in 89, so I missed that. 
right? Got it. Got it. Got it. So I've I my earliest memories, Brett Favre was paying on the team because he got there in uh, 92 and I was three. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So are you attributing the success of the Green Bay Packers to your birth? Well, I didn't think about it like that, but probably. That's, yeah, that's probably what happened. Seemed like that's the natural but, progression of where you were Ron going with Wolf that. Come in, and then Mike Holgram, Holgram, and things turned around. It he was tried it twice and failed twice. Cosmic <laughs> energy. All right. Well, you know what? Why do Why do we jump into it? The Packers and Commanders are playing this <laughs> Sunday, one p.m. FedEx Field. Um, and the Packers. I was looking at the schedule, and that's why I asked you the initial question about the downfall of it. Uh, not been good. So they lose to Minnesota in a game that was twenty-three to seven. It wasn't close at all. I mean, Christian Watson had the drop. That could have changed everything, but instead defined their season. Um, and then you look at the three wins that they've had. It's against Bailey Zappi, whose debut for the New England Patriots was at Lambeau. That's a scary prospect for them. And then the Chicago Bears. I mean, even we beat the Bears. So, I mean, what does that what does that really say? And then uh, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team where Tom Brady's prioritizing weddings over games and then yelling at his offensive line. And he didn't have Mike Evans. He didn't have Chris Godwin. He didn't have Julio Jones. So, I mean... It's interesting to see, right, Brendan? So let's talk about the state of the team right now. Back-to-back losses to the New York Giants and the New York Jets, who are two of the most laughable organizations in this league, and we're well aware because we're within that company. Um, how are you Usually viewing this game? playing well this season. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, how, how are you? Please, please uh, let me finish. Um, how would you view this game against us? It's an important game, but it's, it's not like a must-win for us. Honestly, like I'm, I'm waiting to see how the team Not figures that. Like, week? are we going to beat what? Not with yeah, but that, that's down. a loss. That's that's a loss. I'm, I, you, you, if you win that game, that's like way, way outperforming. So I'm just saying, if we lose this game and that game, you're two games below 500. You don't think this is a little more than a must win? Sounds like a must win. Yeah, but I, I don't care if it's a must win because I'm, I am not dead set on the Packers uh, needing to make the playoffs this year. In the last year of Aaron Rodgers' career. The You're last not year of Aaron Rodgers, if it falls apart, it's better for uh, – if, if we're not going to win the Super Bowl, it's better for us not to make the playoffs. Bluntly, we're not even close to a Super Bowl team right now. We need draft picks. We need to restock and reload. So either the team shows market improvement, not just in the win-loss uh, area, or uh, it shows improvement in, like, quality of football, right? Like, if we squeak by you guys in a 14-10 win – who the fuck cares that that all that tells me is that we can beat a shitty football team. That doesn't tell me, Oh, we have any hope of going anywhere in the playoffs. If Aaron Rodgers is retiring this year, we need higher draft pick. We need draft capital. Uh, uh, the uh, getting knocked out in the first round of the playoffs does nothing for us. So let's go ahead and talk about the strengths of this team, because there are some good things that the Packers are doing, right? Go ahead. What, what are some of the strengths of this Green Bay Packers defense team. is good, and special teams is way better than it has been. We had a field goal block <laughs> last week. <laughs> last week. But we did have a, uh, a pump block on the other side. Uh, so, you know, special teams is way better. And so, and the pass defense is excellent. But aside from, and Aaron Jones, not the running back room, just Aaron Jones is great. That's it. It Okay, so I do have a question. Is the pass defense truly excellent when it is dead last and completion percentage allowed? Yeah, who gives a shit about that? It's like, we're first in DVOA. There, there are lots of short passes. You'll take that in the modern day. Giving up a passer rating of 97. I think that's 25th in the league. Okay. I, I just, it doesn't scream excellent to me. It, it, it's, I shouldn't say excellent. It's decent. It's a good pass defense. Passer rating is a useless statistic, I think. Okay. Um, it's, it, we're just giving up very few yards and we have a pretty good success rate on pass defense. It's not perfect, 
but it's better than the run defense, which is atrocious. Yeah. Um, okay. But we're sticking to positives. We're sticking to positives. So are you happy to see Taylor Heineke coming in for the commanders or are you actually now more terrified because of the juice he brings to the squad? I don't really care. Irrelevant. Yeah, but it's, the, this game isn't about the commanders. You're a trash franchise with trash players. It's about whether the Packers can get our shit together. We can't. It doesn't matter eh, who we're playing. We'll lose to anybody. If we can start getting our shit together, we have a chance because there is talent on this team. Yeah. I mean, I think you've proven that you'd lose to anybody by losing to the Giants and Jets. No one's believing they're a good team. Right. Okay. Do you think the Giants or Jets are good? I know their records, but Giants are scrappy. Giants are scrappy. I'm not even doing that. Jets have a fairly good defense. I think slightly underrated defense. But uh, no, it's uh, two. You're talking about two teams back to back. I mean, lost to the state of New York twice, and they don't even play in New York. It kind of sucks. And it's all a trash franchise. I mean, you're talking about a franchise that lucked in two fucking Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Otherwise, they'd be irrelevant. And his ownership paper was nothing but to pay for the AV system since it's worth nothing more than Kinling. We I lucked want- into two franchise quarterbacks, uh, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. But, Kadeen, we've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back. Who was the last Redskins, I'm sorry, commander's quarterback to go to the Hall of Fame? Uh, and before we uh, answer that question, just want to say he's referred to as K-Dot on this podcast. So if you could just please stick with what we do here, that would be. Oh, okay. You're a great guest. You're, you're doing great so far. You're doing great so far. I just <laughs> just want to make sure you're aware of that. Um, I wanted to key in on, so completely rejecting your question. I wanted to key in on the pass defense one more time because I'm looking again at the schedule and yeah, Justin Jefferson, he's, he's a pretty good wide receiver, but he also did whatever he wanted to in that game. That was easily the Vikings best game of the season. Um, Then you got to play Darnell Mooney. Then you got to play Russell Gage. Then you got to play Devontae Parker. Then I don't even, I couldn't tell you one starter for the New York giants at wide receiver and Zach Wilson threw 418 yards. No, he didn't play. Right. Um, And uh, I guess Corey Davis. So, now you're going against Terry. You're going against Curtis. Uh, Jahan's probably going to miss the game, but like these are certainly more talented wide receivers than you played since the first game where you guys got absolutely smoked through the ass. What? Yes. Okay. So, so no concerns. How, how much can I say? It's about how the Packers play, not who we're matching up against. We have the players to match up against uh, go both Curtis and Terry. But I, I think I, like but it, you, you say that, right? Like you yeah. guys have the players to do X, Y, and Z. That's what, yeah. But anytime you guys have played against any talent this season, be it the one time you got your asses kicked. We I think suck. one might think you don't have the talent. And that's my point. <laughs> Did Jair suddenly become a shitty quarterback cornerback? I'm saying, I'm we're saying asking that you, I'm at, oh. we're, we're literally oh. at, we're asking you is that you're saying yeah. the talent levels of X, Y, and Z. And yet you guys haven't done anything. And when the moment comes where somebody who's worth a damn does show up, he proceeds to rub his nuts all over your goddamn defense. So, so I'm just wondering, you say it's just dependent on how the Packers play, like you guys have graced down from God and it's only whatever it is that you guys do. Where does it? No, you're getting your fucking asses whooped. I feel like yeah, if Calvin but, Johnson played, like that would be different than if yeah, Darnell sure, Moore is right. wide receiver one. I mean, it's like one of those things where the talent disparity between the Packers and the Commanders is here are the Packers and here are the Commanders. So if we lose, it's because the coaching's terrible and the players aren't playing well. It's not because, oh, there's some weird talent disparity uh, or the talent is even, right? We just sucked because we didn't play well and the team uh, is not well coached. Okay. Um, So we've talked about the positives being the pass defense, 
and Aaron Jones specifically. Yes. Only- let, let, let's talk about the quarterback for a moment, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Now he's he's had a bit of a he's coming off back to back MVPs. No one's questioning the talent level of the guy, right? Um, he no longer has Devonte Adams, uh, and it looks like question. you should question the talent level, <clears throat> which we'll get to. Uh, but he doesn't. He's not going to have. Uh, Christian Watson from the looks of it. He's not going to have Randall Cobb from the looks of it. Now, Romeo Dobbs has been nice. Um, Uh, Sammy Watkins is on IR. So are there concerns with the pass game with Aaron Rodgers? Trash. Absolute trash. But you're focusing on the wrong thing. The receivers in the quarterback position are problems. They absolutely Mm -hmm. are. The biggest problem is the O-line has been horrific. Just beyond awful. Even with Bakhtiari back. Even Bakhtiar is playing pretty well, not not back to his normal standards. Everybody else on the offensive line is playing like shit to varying degrees, some Mm -hmm. more shitty than others. Okay. Um, If we're the, so commanders, three first round picks on that defensive line, what side of the line are you most afraid of us exposing? Oh, it's, it's the uh, right side. The right side has been just like you're you're that's one of the part of the one part of the commander's team that i think is really excellent is your defensive line and pass rushers and we have invested he, yeah and jesus christ going so elton jenkins is a great guard he's playing out of position at right tackle uh <laughs> hasn't been good uh and then uh, <laughs> uh royce newman our right guard who i hope to sweet jesus is not starting is a turnstile i mean just, just like whoever who do you line up generally on the right side, is it Payne or Allen? That you well, so, well, they'll both be more interior, um, and yeah, then yeah, Montez I mean, sort yeah, of moves around. They would be rushing on the guard side, so that guard either Payne, it doesn't matter who you play. Yeah, they, Payne they, or they, Allen, that yeah. Royce Newman it should not be playing at all. If he is, he's he ends up on his ass every other play. Like it goes out for a block, and the guy just pushes him over, and then Aaron Rodgers is either getting sacked or having to throw the ball away or running for his life. Okay. So yes. Gotcha. Okay. So that, that's the terrifying thing. It plays to our strength. Right. Um, so on offense, what do you see the keys to the game for the green Bay Packers being, obviously it sounds like O-line needs to play better, but what, what other stuff, if anything, it really just depends on, are we giving Aaron Jones the ball? Is he getting 20 plus touches during the game? And can the offensive line do something? Did just, just something. They don't have to be good. They, they don't even have to be mediocre. Just, bad I'd, t- I'd accept a bad play not god awful play yeah okay uh, kada what about the uh commander's perspective what do we need to see on defense in order to stop i mean he's still the back-to-back mvp and we have struggled against other qbs so far this year as well right yep um it's what we've talked the talent disparity right so there's the aspect of aaron Rodgers right now has not a person he can trust to throw the football to. He has guys that he's forcing the football to because he has no choice, but I think you don't think he wants to do that. Um, you look at Robert Tunyon had, what, 10 catches last week, and that's because he has no other place to go. Um, with and Especially another thing that you do know about certain guys in the league, Tom Brady being one of them, the GOAT, but Aaron Rodgers also is that they, he hates being touched. He does not like being touched by the defense and it takes him completely out of the game once he does get touched. So the, you, you see everything kind of compound on each other. Now, if you do follow Brennan's thought process, as far as the talent might be there across certain lines, but there's certain things that aren't getting done. I think one of the biggest things is the attitude of that team. And they go to that leader, Aaron Rodgers. And my thing is that if you can get to his ass, and put him on the ground, and we're talking about our strength being that defensive line compared to that offensive line, and get your hands on Aaron, 
it will do nothing but compound and make more mistakes and get them so that they can't get the ball running. And that's the thing that we have to do. We know right now ranked defensively for the rushing game. We're not that great ranked. And it's because you had Derrick Henry slashes and we've been, we've been giving up a, at least one huge chunk run play every game Um, beyond the big chunk play. Unless it's a mobile quarterback, we've usually been pretty good as far as containment. And you haven't had a lot of people be able to run up that time of possession. So what you're going to be able to do if the defense plays akin to what we've seen them kind of do, they're going to have opportunities to get into Aaron's face. They're going to get opportunities to get him knocked down because they're going to be in those third, third down situations where he has to drop back. You can pin your ears back. That's all we have to do. Get your hands on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, I, I do think I uh, love the points there. I do think this is a golden opportunity for a guy like a Benjamin St. Juice, for example, to maybe get an interception to go against Romeo Dobbs, who, again, I think has had a very nice start to his season, considering that he was, what, a fourth round pick? Is that right? I, I can't complain about Romeo Dobbs. He's I great. think he's been good, yeah, right? He's a rookie for a rookie. Yeah. Doing well. But it also gives St. Juice, a second year player with a lot of length, the opportunity. He had a pick against Dallas and then it did get negated by a penalty. But I think he's been getting closer and closer each week. He's been a good part of our secondary to have a chance there. Uh, I did want to compliment Brendan uh, on the alpha mentality of it is all about us. The opponent is irrelevant. If we have the talent and we maximize that talent, we're good to go. Just wanted to pay you a compliment there, Brendan. I think that's the right approach. I think he needs to go see therapy because delusions. What are you talking about? We what are your thoughts on that, Brendan? Do you think year. you need to see a therapist? Well, I do see a therapist. Not for that, though. Um, okay. But uh, we were 13 and 14 last year. Uh, we, we definitely on offense, we got uh, a little, uh, we got worse because of Devontae Adams. Were you going to say a little worse? Yeah, I was about to, but it's definitely worse. But <laughs> That's what the therapy is for. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. but like, and for sure, the talent difference, like when we go into Buffalo and we're almost certainly going to get the shit kicked out of us next week. Like that matters, right? But for the, the, the commanders, like, I mean, it shouldn't. Okay. We're not talking. We're you're two and four team that is only two and four because you managed to beat the Bears because the Bears receiver couldn't hold on to a fourth down. Uh, well, you uh, would also be two and four if you didn't play the Bears and you yeah. played anybody else. No, I don't. I don't think there's some other teams we could beat um, for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so. We, but the difference is the last season you were what you had seven wins or something. You'd be last two and four if Godwin or Evans played. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck this is also like, true. Just one of them. If one, if one of those guys played in that game, 14-12 win against Tampa Bay. Get the fuck out of here! Like I'm just Russell saying, Russell Gage had twelve catches. We played great right. It's, my thing is that when you're talking about the actual positions of need, the positions that you need yeah. to have do good in order to even say that you have fucking talent or are able to get anything done. Washington has, what do you need? What are the keys to winning a Super Bowl outside of quarterback? Because everybody knows you quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, you have that 100% mortal lot, right? But as a quarterback, you are dependent on who you can throw the football to. You got to have trust built in there that you can throw the football to people. Otherwise, you're kind of irrelevant as far as a quarterback, right? So you, you have that. Then you have offensive line. You got to protect the quarterback. Um, Washington has that over over Green Bay right now, which is fucking nuts because our offensive line is trash. We're finally starting to get a little healthy and get at least a starting five going that we can count on. Um, beyond that, what else do you need on defense? A fucking pass rush to get after the quarterback, right? We, we do that in space. Yeah. But once again, when we're talking about who you guys have played and the moment that you guys actually see anybody that has any fucking talent, 
being looking through this list and looking at the quarterbacks you guys have played, Zach Wilson coming off the injury, Daniel fucking Jones, um, Bailey Zappi in his first fucking game, Almost Tom, Tom Brady with no one there, Justin Fields, who we beat to, and then Minnesota with Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, they wiped their nuts all over you. So I'm just saying, we're talking about like the talent discrepancy. I get it. And throughout anybody would want to say, just even thinking about this game, the Packers are held with such esteem, right? They've got Aaron Rodgers. They've got this. They've got that. And there's this legacy sort of built in. But if we're really looking at it from a true talent standpoint, God damn, it's not that different. And there are certain areas where I would look at Washington and say, we outclassed them. What would you, would you not give up your firstborn son, future firstborn son for the rights to Jahan Dotson to play with fucking Aaron Rodgers right now? I would love Jahan Dotson. I'd love Terry Moore, obviously. But, but, yeah. Jahan, but how, how much did you want Jahan in this draft? A lot, a lot. But he didn't follow us. He's fine. our third fucking receiver. So it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's those things that I'm looking at and I'm like, yo, you can talk all this shit. I get it. You got your useless piece of paper that says you're an owner that's nothing more than kindling. Because, I mean, if we want to talk about anything, well, if, you're an owner, if you're an owner, if you're an owner, if you're an owner, if you're an owner, congressional investigation. Gotcha. But, but as a useless owner, where's your vote in ousting Dan Snyder? Shut the fuck up. So beyond that, well, we could ask so, Mike would you vote? Uh, actually, that's a great point. Yeah, but he can't, would you, if, you, if you had a vote, if you had a vote, would you vote Dan Snyder out? Yes or no? Simple question. For voting out Dan Snyder of the they're holding the league, a, they're you're holding an owner. The, they're holding oh, the vote. Oh, 100%. Of course I would. Why would Yeah, that? but you can't cuz it's bad. useless. It, you, you fucking yeah. sold so they can put fucking AV equipment in Lambo. Like you were saying earlier, which is why you weren't living in a fucking homeless shelter. So I'm just saying at the end of the day, there's all this legacy bullshit that's built up with Green Bay and this aura of who they are as a team, right? Mm-hmm. The the talent level if you're really looking at the nitty-gritty Ain't that fucking crazy. It ain't that off. The best guy you have on that team is rendered useless if you can't pass for, can't pass protect him and he has nobody to throw to. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It's like you saying butt without legs. Great guy. K-Dot, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, you know, hearing you, it does seem like the key on defense is overcommit to the run and unbelievably see if these receivers can beat our corners. It yes. sounds bizarre, but I think that's what we need to do to force <laughs> Rodgers into passing situations to play to the strength of our defensive line be in order to take him down, in order to force some bad throws, maybe even force a fumble. Has a single tight end gone off on us this year? Do you think of any I, tight end that went off on us this year? But to be fair, I don't know that anyone has needed to go off on us because that's we fair. have been quite, you know, that's sort totally, of bad and they've been able to do whatever they want. That's totally fair. But I'm just, but, but I'm looking at like his number one option. Oh, I see. It looks like saying. right now is going to be Tunyon. No, in number that one pa- option uh, is Jesus Christ. I'm pregnant. A rookie fourth round pick. Who's I know, Dubs, yeah, Dubs. But not last week. Yeah. It just feels as though when you're looking at Aaron Rodgers and you're going based off of like what he feels from week to week. Yeah. Like what he's feeling or who he thinks he can trust this week. I don't know. Fucking Tanyan said something about you should honest. be immunized instead of vaccinated. So now he's his best, but I don't honest. know. No, no, 10, honest, 10, I, 10 receptions was, in a game. That means Aaron might trust you. Yeah, I know. If I was Matt LaFleur, what I do straight up is I would. So Cobb's out. That sucks. I bench Lazard and I benched Tanya. No one he's in there. He trusts no one because the motherfucker gets, uh, you know, uh, uh, tunnel vision on the guys he trusts, which are really just Tunnan and Lazard. The problem yes. with that is neither of those guys are that talented. 
throws him out there and say, you have to play within the confines of the offense. No targeting Ooh. the guys you know and trust. You target what is based off of the pre-snap read. Fuck the names on the back of the jerseys. Ah, and Rogers did say that he yeah. wanted to simplify the offense. This is one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Get the people you trust out and just make the fucking throw. How about Got it. That? You think Matt LaFleur is capable of that conversation with Aaron Rodgers? What no, fucking no, planet uh, are you that, on? Yeah, that's a pipe dream. That, <laughs> what fucking planet? This is a pipe dream. That's <laughs> not happen. Oh, yeah. it's, oh this, is, this is what you would like to see happen, yeah, this not what's in going to happen. World. Yeah, that, this, that's all like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, let's let's take a brief break from the game and talk about fantasy world. Uh, Dan Snyder has many investigations going on, and uh, the owners, Jim Irsay, who may get a statue built over here in D.C., uh, came out and said, "Yeah, uh, I think there is merit to remove him as an owner of the NFL." And this is all before the owners actually started meeting. It's unbelievable we've gone this far in the podcast. Not even talked about Taylor Heineke and our thoughts there yet. We'll get there. But um, guys, I was thinking about this. Three years from now, I actually find it hard to envision Snyder as owner of this team still. Considering everything, I feel like that was a moment where you can't really, you can't really turn back. Right, Look, man. I have been, you can ask Brendan, because me and him talk almost every fucking day. You can talk, go back during the Rolodex of this podcast, the other podcast. I've been nailing this stuff and thing. And um, everything that's been happening behind the scenes as far as dance, I've been nailing this fucking thing. And I'm here to tell you this is the beginning of the end of Dan Snyder. Boom. There, there's there's no ch- – Jim Ursay, look, wild boy. That was huge. <laughs> He's a wild dude, right? Yeah. And look, I was cursing Jim Ursay's name when he had the Carson Wentz comments, but I still think are accurate. And how's Matt Ryan looking now, bitch? But um, beyond that, what, what Jim Ursay is doing, you can't do – unless you know you have enough owners in the room to support you doing it. And number one, the biggest thing, have you seen an owner come out in defense of Dan or criticizing Jim? We have not. And that's something that they don't roll with. That's something that they don't do. They do not usually let owners attack other owners without somebody getting put in fucking line. It hasn't happened. Why? Because they know when that Mary Jo White investigation comes to light at the end of this, we find out what happened on that plane in 2009. When we are starting to find out more about the, the Beth Wilkinson investigation with at the end, they were, they were recommending Dan lose the team. It is the beginning of the end. Now that the beginning of the end, the end could be a long process, lawsuits, all kinds of stuff, but there is no chance in hell that Dan Snyder can remain the owner of the grant. He is going to be ousted and it starts here. It starts with what we've seen right here. I just wanted to take a moment to recontextualize the Carson Wentz trade because I didn't realize this was part of it, right? So we're giving up two third round picks. We're taking on a massive contract. Now it makes sense because we also probably included Jim Irsay talking against Dan Snyder in the deal. And now it might be the greatest trade of all time if you really think about it. Jason Wright leading the insurrection from the inside. (laughs) Martin Mayhew goes, you know what? This place is fucking crazy. I'm going to need this in writing. We're going to get two third round picks and that's going to be in a little bit of font right there. I'm going to need you to sign that. And yep, uh, we're looking forward to the league meetings, Mr. Irsay. It's the only way. Now it makes a lot more sense. Now it makes a lot more sense. Brendan, what do you think, though? Do you think that the days are numbered for Dan Snyder at this point? I've been So I was optimistic for a long time. And then Kadeen beat that optimism out of me for Dan Snyder getting fired. And now it's coming back with the just cascade of things. But, you know, I, I live in the D.C. area. I've lived here. Uh, uh, and I'd love to see Dan Snyder gone because he's not just a stain on the commanders. He's, let's be real. He's a stain on the entire area. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, and so whatever we can do to, to to get rid of him, let's go. I'm starting to feel some optimism again. That scares me because you know I, again, Kadeen had to beat the optimism out of me repeatedly in the past when I was like, he can't survive this. He can't survive this. Just doing his duty as a friend. Well, let me slide back in there for a second. Now I am saying it's the beginning of the end for Dan Snyder's owner of the team. Uh I do think that there is a chance that they pull some bullshit with Tanya. Yes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not off of that yet. So I mean, who the, who the fuck, like, who does that appease? Does only the 30 of 31 other old morons in the room because no one on the outside no one with the half a brain thinks oh yes we'll just transfer it to his wife who is his biggest defender i will i will i will tell you this though if if it is in the language that dan really can't have anything to do with the team and if they do that there'll be investigations and all kinds of shit that occur i do see a chance where it's not a multi-billion dollar franchise tanya probably has her own shit that she wants to do whether that means a divorce and they have to dissolve the team and split the assets, whether it be whatever it happens. I'm just saying if they're, I don't think it'll be easy for them in a relationship if they know, and everybody understands the public is not going to be okay with them saying here, Tanya, just take the team. The ownerships are the ownership group is not going to be okay with that. Just saying, Hey, Tanya, just take the team. There would have to be more language in that if that was to happen. So I just think that it, so I, I I'm not going to go full tilt and saying that we're we're rid of the Snyders, but I will say that things things are absolutely changing, at least in the power dynamic of the power role that we're seeing currently. Yeah, I, I would completely agree with that. So now let's uh, need Big Daddy Bezos to come in with a Godfather offer and buy the team. Scares the shit out of me. I mean, anybody's better than Nan. Bezos scares the shit out of me. Hey man, he's left the Washington Post alone. Just make a giant dick-shaped stadium they can blast off in the space too. I, I, he's too busy going to space and doing lots of steroids to get jacked. That's that's what he's doing these. Sounds days. like my kind of owner. Just yeah. get out of the way, do whatever you're gonna do, I mean, um, that, but just stay out of football operations. I, I want a Robert Kraft. You know, I want I want somebody that doesn't mind getting jerked off in Asian massage parlors. And it's hard to find the competent, involved owners pre-sale. It's easy to find the owners. Who are not going to get involved and spend shit tons of money? So you know, risk reward there. To me, right? it's all about looking at the person how it is they got their money, right? Are they a good delegator of people, or do they have an ego that needs to be satiated nonstop? And that's what scares me about we Bezos. Know Ra- we know Kraft has something that needs to be satiated all the time, which is it's taken care of. Just go down to Florida, a couple strip malls. There's a website for it. I don't understand. Apps. There have to be Asian massage posts in Massachusetts. You don't have to go down to Florida. I know entirely too much about this industry, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So why don't we go ahead, talk about predictions now. The Packers, four and a half point favorites over the Washington Commanders. The over-under is set at 41 and a half. Brendan, as the guest, we are going to allow you to go first with your prediction. We want a score, a winner, of course, and then a player of the game if you have one. Okay. I'm going to put it. I'm going to score, I think, is 20. To 17 Packers. So they win, but don't cover. Okay. Hammer the under. Um, and the player of the game, I think, would be Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary, the player on our team. by the way, who has been fantastic. Six yeah. sacks, right? Six sacks. He had uh, he had two that were negated by holding penalties against the Jets. Doesn't matter. It's for the outcome of the game. He's stuck, getting there. But, but sucked him f- for him personally, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Rashawn Gary. And, and second in sacks for the Green Bay Packers, our boy, Preston Smith, who Preston is Smith. also having a nice That's season. So. Again, the pass rush has been excellent. We get pressure on a very high number of snaps. Yeah. It's one of the few areas of the team where the, there's not a huge problem. <laughs> okay, you must be including that in the pass defense as well, just getting home. The, to the pass QB. rush is a huge part of the pass. No, we, 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 we struggle with some coverages. It's really the pass rush that is covering for a lot of the struggles on the back end these days because we do get to the quarterback which is one of the reasons why we give up real quick passes and high mm -hmm. completion percentage because they know that they just get the I ball see. fast. Yeah. That, I appreciate you explaining that stat. KDOT, over to you. 17-14 commanders. Um, I think this is a fairly low-scoring affair because it's going to be a run-the-ball first sort of day. Give me Antonio Gibson as player of the game, the guy who should have gotten a lot more carries in that fucking Chicago game. Look, we, you know my criticisms for Gibson. But Gibson works in a thunder and lightning component with Robinson. You can't get two in one way. You can't get too much in the way of one of these guys. What did we say at the beginning of the season? Gibson should still have more yards than Robinson. Stop getting away from the formula that should work. I think Taylor Heineke gets out of the pocket a bit, but can't necessarily push the ball downfield. So while I think that we'll be able to kind of stave off the pass rush at least a little bit because of Taylor's mobility, it'll be more about getting the ball out quick and just trying to sustain drives and, field goals, things like that. It, it'll be a messy game from what I, from what I would think. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh no, this is going to be, this is going to be an ugly game entirely. I was, you know, I was looking around at some stats some figures, some, some narratives, if you will. Um, and I looked at Aaron Rodgers against the Washington franchise, I'll say, because he's played against them in any number of names uh, in the regular season. He's three and zero at home. He is zero and three on the road. He has not won a regular season game. We want a playoff game, but not a regular season game here. I think that continues. I also have the commanders. I initially had Antonio Gibson as my player of the game too, but I am now going to switch that to your boy, uh, KDOT, Armani Rogers, who you want to see more of because yes. Logan Thomas looks like he's not going to play. John Bates looks like he's not going to play. That's more Cole Turner, who I expect maybe a little bit of wide out. And I think Armani Rogers plays the true tight end. And I actually think he has a nice game uh, for us. And I'm going with the final score of 22 17 as well, but I've got the commanders instead. So we all have the under um, two of us. The, the homers have the commanders winning. And uh, you say home, I mean, he should be, he's from here. Well, that's, that's yeah, but point. I'm an owner. Got to go with the team you own, bro. Ownership you is very powerful these got, days. Got rid of all your money living in a homeless shelter for a useless piece of paper. Yeah. The paper, the paper is a, brings me infinite joy. You know, you know how uh, I mean, I don't know. You have you that. have the University of Phoenix. Uh, no, you have the ITT Tech uh, version of ownership. Kadeen's comments right now are exactly why I bought that piece of paper. It makes him so upset when I hammer the fact that I'm an owner. And uh, no, it makes me blame you for Dan Snyder. Where, where's the vote? What? You know what? This seems pretty juicy for after the pod. So this is District Divided, a DC sports podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Amit. That is KDOT. That is Brendan. Brendan, thank you so much for joining us. And if you want to continue listening to us babble about whatever, stick around for after the pod, which begins right now. Go ahead. Please continue, guys. So, yeah, it's it, it's the paper gets it get, being able to troll my friends with doesn't the us. What? It literally, here's the thing. It doesn't register to me in any way, shape, or form of mattering that you have that piece of paper. I'm being completely honest, right? Now, we play it up. We play it up for a fact because this is a good back and forth sort of thing happening, right? You literally have money that is, is you spent money 
on something that's useless. You know, you know when motherfuckers do that whole like um they advertise that shit. Yeah. It's just like, hey, for my girl, for your girlfriend's birthday, you can buy her a star and we'll name it. Oh we'll name gosh. the star after it. That is what you have. Well, those <laughs> people are geniuses. We talked about wrestling before this. Right, we no, talked about wrestling before this. The and- Packers organization is are geniuses for selling that bullshit to you assholes. Have like, you ever bought a poster, Kadeem? Have you ever I, bought a poster? I, poster is art that I can look at. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what this. Yeah, is. but but here's the thing: you you read that thing. And it gives you a bullshit, false, inflated version of yourself. So you're saying it's an awesome poster? You're saying it's a better poster? I don't know. It's kind of on Brendan's side, depending on how much it costs. Depending on how much it costs, Brendan. $300. 300 bucks. $300? Three hundred dollars. It's an expensive poster. Poster that lasts a lifetime. And you have it framed. And you even brought in. It gives me a false, inflated sense of self worth. That's worth three hundred dollars. No, it's what's wrong with this country. He could come home after a horrible day and look at that piece of paper and go, you know what? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. You know what? I bought three chairs for them to install at Lambo. Yeah. No. No. Well, yes, actually, my, because I bought my stock offering not at this latest one, at the one beforehand, and that was probably chairs because it was a remodel of the South End Zone. Back no then. shit. Uh, where where is it? Where is it right now? It's in my. I have a, a, a lockbox at the bank. So he, he's got the shit. Well, the fuck up. The motherfucker has a useless piece of home. paper in a lockbox at the bank, like it's some yeah. fucking bearer bonds, and he fucking. Yeah. Alan Rickman and Diamond. But he can't, he can't bring it to the him. homeless shelter. He can't bring it to the homeless shelter exactly. because that would be exactly. right. Okay, now it makes sense. You know yeah, because because you, you know what it's worth in the homeless shelter. You know, you get stolen. No, I get it. In the homeless shelter, toilet paper is very hard to come by sometimes. I can understand somebody yeah. wanting to use it for that. What I get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just to light it on fire. Just you know, oh, but, but here's no but here's how much but here's how much you buy into the bullshit. Yeah. You just talked to you gave us a false narrative about having it as a piece of art that you can look at. Yeah. You have a useless piece of paper and a lockbox at a bank. Doesn't matter. You have monopoly money in a lockbox at the bank. It does not matter. The psychological joy I get from having that paper is outweigh is far beyond the three hundred dollars that I spent on far beyond. I also Such vote every year, but I mean, honestly, it's the psychological joy. The voting is what I could take $300 and go to one of Robert Kraft's favorite places and get like six massages with happy ending included. And I yeah. promise you it's better spent. You could also shit. throw it on the Packers this weekend see, and lose see, it all. I I, it's the same thing. That. I mean, it's just here's, here's the deal. Here's how I know it's it's a lie, because if you had the Packers ownership structure, both of you motherfuckers would have a share. Guaranteed. fucking teed. No, because yeah, I, I actually, have a share. but no, I would also have it at my place. You you would have it as artwork. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, think, 100%. I, I yeah. think the Packers existing in the NFL is almost akin to communism. Like they they shouldn't exist. <laughs> they, no, they, they literally shouldn't no, exist. No, that's a take. It shouldn't right. exist. Answer the question. If the no, is it is it no? Because here's the because here's what here's what I know. The, I want to hear Brendan's question after this. Please continue. Yeah. Hold on, what's, hold on, Nick, you got a question? What, what, if you, the commanders had the Packers ownership structure, would you own a share of the commanders? I think that if our team had the same structure that you guys have, right, in Washington, D.C., that it would mean the entire NFL probably has this structure. And at that point, particular point in time, yes, probably. And I think it means more at that particular point in time. But you are in Green no, Bay. 
Well, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. It means more because we're the only ones who have it, you moron. It means more because we are unique and special and superior to you rat fuckers who pledge allegiance to Dan fucking uh, sexual harassment Snyder over here. To be clear, you're talking about people in Wisconsin typically. Is that right? Is the better? Yes. Okay. All right. Wisconsinites? Wisconsinites. Where do you you live? In D.C. Okay. I'm talking we collectively. And where's the lockbox? Where's the lockbox at? And what's the combination? Wells Fargo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. have a combination. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, I feel like a lockbox. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, like, you you see it. I rest my case. He's living in a make-believe world. <laughs> he, there's this, he lives in a make-believe, make-believe world. world. Is awesome. He it lives in a make-believe world. It's, it's the same thing I say. Look, when, when, when Trump got elected, we almost put that boy on suicide watch. And I'm telling you, you're responsible. <laughs> like, th- <laughs> this like shit, you... That's, no, that's it's, the it's the delusion. It's the delusion. It's the it's the it's the elitism that is not earned. It is make believe. I earn my elitism. For something that's useless that you have in a lockbox, did you cherish it that much? But it no, but, but he's referring money. to the psychological joy, which is incredibly yeah, important. I'm saying the psychological joy is in the same psychological joy that Donald Trump gets when he's bragging about stuff that don't mean anything. I'm just yeah, saying it's the, like if they say we start this off before we started the show. Brendan went on a tirade about how terrible wrestling fans are, right? And what pieces of shit they are. But they get entertainment in watching these guys actually sacrifice themselves on the line for this thing. It's very real in the sense of when you come to find out what the fuck happens to these guys over the course of the... You... I respect the performers of wrestling. Yeah, but here's they the thing. I mean, here's the thing. To. You root... You, 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 you take part in actually gaining some sort of self-worth over something that doesn't mean anything. It yeah. doesn't mean anything. But it, that's that is sports fans but, as a no, whole. But, but yeah, what I would I'm, also agree with that statement. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 hang on, hang on. There's a difference between being a sports fan compared to I bought a piece of paper mm-hmm. that I have in a lockbox that doesn't do anything. It doesn't really give me any power. It doesn't really do any voting rights, which I exercise. I don't really care about those, to be honest. He does get voting but, rights. Yeah. For what? For we vote on the board of directors uh, every year. Well, Again, don't cool. really care about that. Well, it doesn't matter. Hard. That's not why I bought. Did yeah. your votes, uh, did you have winning votes this time around with your board of directors? Did you get it right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course uh, but I mean, I do, again, I do the bare minimum of research. I read uh, read what the, like, the information sheet they send out yeah. and vote based on that. Do you know other part owners of uh, the Green Bay of Packers? Course. I went to school in Wisconsin, so yes. Like, okay. most of my friends that so I went to school with. Pretty big piece of information I was hoping you'd hit on in the intro is that you went to school in Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, I love well, Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. It's the part ownership because I know that it pisses off me um, that I decided to hammer on. Uh, sorry, I, I think it. that I, alone is worth 300. But I had a call come through for the Department of Corrections, so I was distracted for it. There you go. They're, the, the, they're coming to lock you up. No, but here's what I the say. Department uh, of Corrections is coming to lock me up? Okay. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> only if you violated probation. Have you violated probation? Um, I'm in Baltimore. It's right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the the last thing I was going to say is there's a glimmer of I'm going to close with something that is a a positive for the command. You don't get to say when we're closing. Uh, well, yeah, I found I'm that quite interesting. As well. I, Did you see, you see, the, you see what he thinks he is. Do you it, see I who mean, he thinks he is? This the psychological is my voice closing the statement, right you idiot. Not the podcast closing statement. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. But you should stay on until I end the whole thing, because otherwise right. I got more editing to do. So that's just fine. Just, that's fine. Dick. 
Go ahead. So here we go. So positive. So I, I've used this metaphor before. I'm sure you've heard it, Amit. Uh, Kadeen's heard it many times. Being a Commanders fan is like getting on a carousel, right? You go round and round. You never get anywhere. It's like the illusion of progress, like progressing. But sometimes you're at the top and you're doing pretty well. Sometimes it's your bottom, your bottom of the league. But it's just going round and round. And the reason you're on the carousel and you convince yourself every year this might be different. Is he talking about a Ferris wheel? Dan Snyder's a piece of shit. Uh, Is he talking about a Ferris wheel? Well, no, I thought he was talking about a carousel. Um, carousel and, I thought he did up and down but what, what was yeah, very interesting to me about what you're there. saying here is it yeah. sounds a lot like buying a piece of paper that says you're an owner but doesn't no. actually do anything it just seems no. like you're going around and around and nothing's actually no, because, changing you know, right sometimes maybe losing a franchise quarterback 2010 we go boom Super Bowl and other years we flame out in the NFC Championship game still fun making it to playoffs though uh, with even with all the heartbreak but there's a little bit of hope for you guys to get off that carousel to get off that carousel of sadness and misery where you convince yourself every year this will be different. It is and pretty every exciting. Year, it's not. And that's because Dan Snyder may be going down. And as soon as Dan Snyder goes out, there will be a change at, well, Ashburn or Landover or wherever the team ends up being. And that change will bring real sustained hope to the commanders for the first time since, what, 97. Well, let's oh, I mean, hope that you as a part owner will be able to vote him out. All oh, right, you can't. Well, I hope Mark Murphy will do it. We'll, we'll vote. We'll, we'll, I'll send it strongly. How, uh, how often do you talk to Mark? Well, I've sent him a few letters, but mostly just because Kadeen told me to, and I did it uh, just because I thought it was funny. But how often do you, like, talk to him? He's never responded to me. That's unbelievable. No, unbelievable. Poor, poor uh, – I'm not even sure of the word. Ownership uh, – Etiquette. Uh, etiquette, yeah. It's yeah. the word I would use. Yeah, it's awful. I pay his salary, not technically. But I vote to keep him in, in uh, his position. He's done a great job, though, especially on the uh, business side of things. Can't can't blame him at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Kato, what would you do if Dan Snyder were no longer owner tomorrow? Uh, riot. Riot. I think we have to. Right. Where yeah, Where no, are you absolutely. rioting, though? Are we all RFK? just going to FedEx? We're going oh, to RFK. RFK. I think we're going to RFK. Because okay. they got to demolish it anyway, right? So I, I'm going to the RFK. I'm jumping on the fucking stands and we're lighting fires. I've always maintained, by the way, that a great way for the city to make money is to allow someone to push the lever down, right? Just auction that off for the demolition of RFK. So here's a conversation I had with somebody a few years ago. So like over a decade ago, I was in New York and I went to Brooklyn for a, what do they call it? It was like a stress relief room. I forget what they, it's a break room. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. You know, so they, you, you get certain you get items and then you get a, I had a sledgehammer and like t- old TV, shit like that. If you have to do demolition, like houses or anything else, my thought is if I was a contractor in any city, I'd give everybody hard hats, have them sign a waiver, and people would pay me for the right to do the demolition when any particular place that I have. I think people would absolutely sign up for that. Yeah, I think right? they would too. And I think you'd go broke because your little liability waiver would not hold up in court, and then you'd get sued into oblivion as soon as somebody uh, brought down the house on top of their head. Because demolition is dangerous. It sounds no, like no, you're talking from the, experience there. No, you, of course you said like no load bearing walls. You'd have giant X's. On the you'd have my holding up in court. Yes, I, I did go to law school. On the demolition being dangerous, no, that's YouTube. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just saying. I think I, like in Baltimore, there's rarely any rules with any of this. So yeah. like I'm <laughs> just all off the books. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, on the uh, watch well, this, Brandon. The, the, the on that note. Great. Great idea. That, on that, that note, we're going to continue to look up ways 
to make this city money via demolition and see if we can actually get some meaningful change past here. Because I think that would be fantastic. Um, but gentlemen, hey, hell of an episode. Oh, I really no, no, enjoyed this. Before you end it, though, you, you need to answer the question. What do you do if Dan smells a team? Like, what do you do immediately? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was also thinking riot. Um, but once again, it's similar to the Antonio Gibson thing. Now I need to change my answer. Um, I think what I would do, I'd probably look into statue making. Um, and I would probably look to erect a statue of Jim Marisay for getting this whole thing started. <laughs> would it have prescription pills in one hand? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't care. Oh, hey, it's my artwork. I can do what I want with it. Sure. I think Jim would love it. You have a bronze statue with a little bronze bit of white. <laughs> and I would be, I would be honored to buy a him in a bottle of oxy and a bottle to come over here and just give a little thumbs up with yeah. like he's he's almost mirroring what the statue is. And I, I mean, that would be just a phenomenal like, day. And yeah, great job, Jim, on what you did. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. I live right here in Baltimore near the Morgan State campus. I'm not too far away from East 33rd Street where the old stadium was. Jim, fuck your daddy in the ass with a rusty spoon. Oh, well, that's that what is it is fair. you did. I think that's yeah. inbounds. To this I think fucking that is city. Inbounds. That is definitely now, they lucked out because the Ravens are fucking awesome. But Quality <laughs> fuck that. That was some cowardly shit. It hey, was. But you know what? Jim's trying to make it up to this area. He's doing what he can. He's doing I don't know if Baltimore can. feels it, but well, let's go. And, and honestly, and honestly, what are you guys doing today to change, to be better? Think about that. We'll see you next week.